Before we start this episode, this episode of The Locker Room is presented by bbchick.com. bbchick is a recruiting service made just for women's basketball players. Unlike other recruiting websites, this innovative hub offers an enchanting blend of affordability and unwavering support, empowering coaches to forge deep connections with talented players through their own personalized live profile. With access to over 2,000 coaches, bbchick can help you contact coaches through email and monitor each of their movements on your profile with their remarkable coach tracker bb chick is sure to benefit or kickstart your recruiting process use the link in the description to sign up for bb chick to jumpstart your recruiting with that being said cue the intro music Check, mic check, one, two, one, two, what is up, everybody? I'm Wyatt Lister, and welcome to the Locker Room Podcast. This is Swish Stories, episode two. I'm here with my guy, local Utah artist, Big Rob. Rob, what's man, up, what's up? How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me. Dude, of course. Rob, you just want to briefly introduce yourself, and we'll just get right into it from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? Um, for the intro, do you want me to look at the camera? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Or we're we just doing it like this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whatever. Um, what's up, guys? I'm Big Rob. I'm from Utah. I'm a I'm an artist, so canvas custom artist. I'm also a videographer, photographer. So I respect all creators like yourself. You In know, running it up like this. Yes, yeah. sir. Grew up here, and uh, it's what I do, man. I'm yeah, a, we do. Rob just did creator. a Rob just did a big piece for Scotty Barnes. Uh, if anyone's seen it, NBA posted about it powder league's been all over it let's just get right into it so you grew up in utah and we i mean we talked about hooping we both got unfortunately snubbed from the creator game um did you grow up playing a lot of basketball um so i grew up like i played a little bit but it's mainly football like i had brothers that that played i was kind of that kid that wanted to do uh a different sport for my brothers so right. I, I did football you know tackle football mm-hmm. I thought it was cool middle school into high school and then I just kind of got into to more of the creatives with art and right. then I just played like you know tournament games like during the summertime yeah, you get yeah. a team together and play for fun or whatever yeah, yeah. so and then my thing was like I grew a little bit tall later on and I, I was like I, I just always look back if there's one regret in sports that I wish I focused more on it was basketball you really? know Cause I just was trying to be that different. I got two brothers and I was just trying to be the different brother and like play football. But then, you know, I end up uh, making art instead. Right. How'd you get on to like getting into art and getting into like the creative side of things? Where did that really start? So ever since I was little, man, like I've just always enjoyed drawing. Like I I still got like my mom will show me here and there. And I still got drawings from when I was like seven, eight years old. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's weird because I just like in middle school, I just got into the creative side. But I've always been a fan of like the entrepreneurship side of it, too. Right. And so like middle school, I used to kind of just street tag a little bit like people's names, like nothing crazy. Yeah. And I remember my brothers, they were in the sales and business and they uh-huh. had like these um, little dinky watches you could change like the wrists and the faces out of oh really and my brothers were selling them and so he would like give me some to sell in, in middle school uh-huh. and so I kind of took that approach with art and so I would I would draw like your name and right. then I would sell it to you like for like 40 to 60 bucks a piece really 
And then so just from what like would you, what would you tag it on? Just like just like paper. Really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so I, would, I I just kind of had this entrepreneurship mindset since I was little, and I was just I'm, I applied the the creativity with art. Right. And so middle school, I took all you know the art classes, and uh-huh. it's just something I, I fell in love with. And then over time, it's just mm. it's just built more. Just and more. kept building and building. Yeah. So. I mean, I haven't really brought this up with you, but like, it seems like every sort of artist has a style. And you know, when we first met a couple of weeks ago, I showed you my friend Will. Shout out Will Mock if you're listening. Um, yeah, he does those oil paintings, very like yeah. Griselda Records inspired. But and you have like a very particular style with your art. And mm-hmm. from what I've seen with like the Kobe or the Jordan, the Mac Miller, the Post right. Malone, you know, everything else you've done, the Scotty Barnes one too. Right. How did you develop your creative style? Yeah, dude. So I think with anybody, it just comes with, you know, development, your life growing up. Right. right. And so middle school and the high school, I was just very into, you know, the hip hop culture, sports, you know, just very pop style artwork as well. Graffiti right. is really cool. Um, I have some buddies that are crazy and talented in that style. And that's specifically what they do. You know, they oh, tag really? the walls and they do the yeah, murals yeah. and whatnot. And so I kind of took that culture of like the storytelling with people. Uh-huh. So I was always inspired by people and like who they were. Mm-hmm. Right. So just like those pieces you saw, like those in my eyes are considered like goats, like a Kobe and MJ, right. Mac Miller, you know, a bunch of these pieces I've recently done. And so I've always been inspired by like expressions of who people are. Right. And like their personal stories. Yeah. And so I feel like my art is developed in a, in a style of like pop and creativity with that, but then mm-hmm. it's also incorporates like a storytelling of who right. that person is. So right. like the Scotty Barnes painting, for example, I'm very big on like just people and like faces and expressions. Uh-huh. Right. And so it's taking that style and then recreating a story like you saw in the background where it's showcasing like the history of him and his family. And so I think for my style it just came over time of like, I've always been big on like, who you are and what you you tell and yeah. so in my art i feel like i create that kind of format of style with it right definitely because i mean you brought up the scotty barnes one yeah. and all the photos that are in the background of that you bring up like the kobe or the jordan one that has like the kobe one has like the mamba logo right. accolades and all these mm-hmm. like little details so then with that being said how do you like work in your creative process you know where does an idea start and how do you develop it into like the pieces you've made today yeah so i think it goes it goes two routes so for example just because we're on that topic of this recent piece i did with scotty barnes um like for example his brother zach shout out zach he hit me up and was like hey i want to do this custom uh painting for my brother for his birthday Uh and usually when i'm talking to clients it goes kind of two routes it's a lot of times I do stuff for like their businesses. So I'll take right. like their business and I'll create kind of this street mix with it. Uh-huh. Or if it's something like that, where it's more of a personal gift of a, like somebody, like an individual, we'll kind of discuss ideas, you know, on the phone right. or whatever, and just say, Hey, what are you trying to like get out of this? And my thing is I always take it back to a story. I'm like, let's try to, let's try to tell like a really cool story with this painting. Right. And so with this style, and what I've been doing recently is like, we'll discuss like, okay, cool. Like what's the goal with the photo. And then I always just bring up ideas of like, do you have things from when you're growing up that we could kind of recreate and develop with it? And so going back to just the storytelling, everybody has a creative story, right? right. Like everybody grew up 
you know, not everybody grew up exactly the same, but like you all started as this kid, like on the street, the right. block, like yeah, you all just started somewhere, right? Uh huh. And we're all like these innocent kids just playing on the playground, hanging out. We're always trying to develop something, right? Right. And become something great. And so a lot of what I try to do with the art is I'll create that story of like who that person that is. That origin story. That origin story, yeah. right? And then for me, man, like a lot of times I'll get like the general ideas with, you know, the client. And then it's cool because it's weird, man. Your brain just gets creative and so right. i'll have like my general concepts and i'll create mm-hmm. and then i just i just like to just freestyle man so like yeah. when i was doing my mj painting for example i was like i'll do an og picture of mj I had this concept idea of like splitting the face and adding the chicago yeah. bulls logo with it and then just adding like iconic statements about them uh-huh. you know where it came with like that street art in the background of their stats right. so i always will try to develop some type of story that represents right. their business their brand who they are 100%. as a person and then just create it visually for them right yeah so then if you want to elaborate a little more on what that call with uh scotty's brother was like yeah so zach called me and we discussed um this idea of like for his brother for his birthday and he he saw some of my recent series that i did like um of like the kobe and the mj and the drake painting of all portraits with so the split face the too. split face too and he was like hey let's do a portrait of scotty and then let's create some visuals behind it and so he kind of came up with that original like i did just because of what he's seen shout out power league we were there um and i had a bunch of my art and prints out and so i, I met zach over time from just showcasing i had a booth set up and so it was yeah. dope. so he came up to me kind of talked the idea and he told me about his brother a little bit and then I kind of did my research on my end so I'll do that a lot with like businesses and people right and I was like okay cool like so Scotty won rookie of the year I went on his Instagram I found like when he posted rookie of the year it's like this dope photo of him like screaming after yeah, a dunk like, or something yeah. and I was like dude what if we take that rookie of the year photo and develop like this cool creative story behind it and so he kind of had the idea of, like, he wanted a, a picture painted of his face. And then after that, I kind of helped with, like, the background and other concepts. So I kind of – what I'll do is, like, so they'll give me, like, if you gave me a general idea for what you wanted, and then I'll do my research and be like, okay, cool, this is how they are. Now let's make something mm-hmm. additional to it, and I'll work uh-huh. the rest of it. And then you made sure to, like – what was crazy was, like, the photos that were used. Like, you had, like, everything from, like, the previous Powder League showcase to, like yeah. – him as a kid, Montverday, you mm-hmm. know, NBA draft, all that stuff. And the cool thing with that is, like, I've done, like, a few of these mixed media collages. And so I'll print out, like, a bunch of cool pictures of mm-hmm. them and put in the background as right. part of it. And so the main photos painted that I do, and then I add this additional background. And so it was dope because I hit him up. I was like, dude, send me, like, any OG photos you have when you're younger just with like your as bros. Many things as you yeah, can. I was like, send me just, like, what you got. And then I went on the web, obviously, and, like, his Instagram page and I pulled obviously like public photos and things that they had from the NBA to like last year's powder league. So it was dope because I created a mix of that. And then they're able to pull stuff that his brothers only had with like his mom and his family. And then we uh-huh. added that additional to it. So it just added like a little more spice to it. Definitely. So how does it go down? Like, and you said, you know, you freestyle a lot of your stuff. So you get all the photos and you get in the studio what are you doing, like, 
before because we talked like off camera like it mm-hmm. like you can go for like six seven hours you can go like <laughs> seven to like or even longer you like yeah. you told me you've gone like 7 p.m to like 3 a.m some nights so like how do you just get in that creative state and then just keep that going yeah well i doubt your paint when you grind out your paintings yeah. and all that stuff well i think for one it goes back to like you developing who you are, right? So when you love something so much and you just have such a passionate desire for something, you're you're willing to put in those hours, right? Like you love ball, so you're going to get out there and practice your ass off and just work, 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 right? And for me, like art is my thing. And so it's just something I've loved since I was little and I've had that passionate. And so once I get in that creative you know flow you just you You grind bro and you just go and you know how it is right with sports and other things that you just are so passionate about you just put in the freaking hours man because you want to see the results you want to get better you want to improve every day and so for me i just get in the flow state like music's a big thing so i'm always bumping music in the studio what's your go-to's then go-to's dude it just depends right like shout out to some of the neighbors man like they they put up with me at the loud music sometimes <laughs> in the studio, um, but I th- I think it just depends. Like some some days it can be like some R and B, some days it can be like some hip hop, some days it's just straight like low vibe instrumentals, you know, as yeah. far as music. Some stu- some study music. <laughs> some stu- yeah, some college study music, you know. But I think it just depends. Like I'll just get in different levels of flow states with it, but. It's cool for for me. Like one thing is music that kind of helps me to just focus and get in a creative. Um, don't get me wrong; I'm, I'm not going straight seven hours. Like there's a little breaks yeah, in between, yeah, you yeah, know. Got to got to have some snacks and something like that to get into back into it. But for me, it's music. Um, I'll, I do a lot of like rough draft, like sketch work before uh-huh. too. So like making sure, just general stuff, you know. Like I'll talk to the clients and then I'll like physically grab paper mm-hmm. and I'll just sit there for 20, 30 minutes and sketch like kind of placements and the visuals behind it. And then once I kind of feel comfortable, I'll just start, you know, getting levels done, you know, outline and go from there. How'd you really start getting your name out there when you were really trying to build a name for yourself? For just like art and yeah. everything? Yeah. So, cause I do video content as well. I've always just been in that creator, that creator space I I realized a few years ago just like the power of social media and like yeah right so it can yeah. go both ways it can be a crutch for people and you can sit there and scroll and waste your time and and just watch a bunch of bullshit but social media can also play a huge factor in just business and what you do right and no means I don't have all the knowledge in my perfect with everything I do no but I've realized social media has a huge impact on development and growth and so when I started filming for clients i just realized like okay if i can help them grow in their social media and create cool stuff for them and they're seeing results then why not do the same thing for myself right and it may be a scary thing it may be hard because it's new to you but it's one of those things once you get in that flow state and you start seeing results like it works and so for me i just started you know i made my page public for one and i just started posting whatever i wanted to post and whether someone on the other end thought it was trash or not it doesn't matter like if you can just get on that consistent flow and just create stuff then eventually things will start to to happen and people start to see you as a creator whatever you're selling whatever your business is and know how it just happened 
I, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten deals just from like an Instagram DM. Like someone saw a painting or someone saw me do a video next day or next week. Someone's hit me up like, hey, bro, I saw this video you did. Or, hey, I saw this like custom painting you did for so-and-so. You know, I want to do the same thing and then let's talk. Yeah, that, I mean, that's how it was for some of the locker room stuff. Like yeah. some of the guys we got with, like, shout out Matty Ice, Matt Alagwe, who's pretty big on TikTok. Yeah. He's a D3 Hooper now trying to go pro. Connor Prince, uh, shout out to you, Connor another big guy like uh i had reached out to matt through email like through business email i had chat gpt write my email (laughs) and so when i had him on connor follows me on instagram and connor's got like 100k and i was like oh i wonder like what's his stuff and it's like his content's very similar so i reach out to him through dm like hey like you know i think you i saw you followed me you've probably seen at least some of my stuff you probably saw matt's episode like you want to jump on the pod like love to have you on but stuff like that, and even came down to, like, I mean, even sort of a way with you, like, I started talking to you at Powder League. I saw your booth. I liked your stuff. Bought some, bought the Kobe paint. Appreciate it, bro. Print off you. Yeah. Had to show some love. Appreciate and then that, yeah. Did some photo stuff for you for the showcase mm-hmm. and Scotty. And then cooked up that edit. And then from there, it was like. Like, this guy has a legitimate story to tell. Let's have him on. But it's, like, it's a lot of that stuff just comes from, like, your branding and personal connections. Yeah, 100%. I, f- I feel like that's that's one of the biggest things. Like, social media has a huge impact on that. And then, too, it's like you said, like, just getting yourself out there and just connecting with people, man. Like oh, 100%. Meeting people just like what we with with Powder League and what we did. It's just little things over time happen. And then you build that connection relationship and then – you know, you land business deals, you work together, and it just in that flow state, and and that just happens with anything. And again, it may be harder and easier for some people, but that's the one thing I've seen just from you know working businesses. If you get yourself out there, you get uncomfortable. You know, you start posting, you start sharing, you go to things like Power League. Um, shout to Keegan, like he hit me up about that, and it was just dope because I was able to start going to the powder leagues and set up my booth and and i didn't go into like oh i'm gonna sell so much shit and stuff it was just for me it was a way to network and connect with more players more people the crowd the coaches whoever it was and from stuff like that that led to zach and then zach led to me doing you know a custom painting for his bro scotty and that just happens with a lot of things like you just have to get yourself out there and it may be hard but if you just keep doing it, then things like that will just kind of naturally flow and happen like this. Definitely. I mean, it was the same thing for me with Powder League. I was like, I was going, it was April. I was getting ready to like go through finals and get ready to come home and start. And we were planning what we were going to do for the summer. And I was like, reached out to Keegan through email. Didn't really go anywhere. And then Thomas Bullock, who used to be my trainer in high school, uh, captain for team bullock which was also the team tyus was on they had a couple other really good guys i had thomas on the podcast and he was like i was like hey like i'm trying to talk to like key and nima like i want to you know do some work with powder league so i reached out to them we had a couple meetings and then we went from there but it was a great way not only for me to like build my brand by having my logo in the gym and but it was a way for me to like network talk to players met guys like you and i met a ton of other people who have taken interest in the podcast and be like, Hey, like I know so-and-so like you would love to like 
talk to and maybe have on. So people just like, if you build like a good relationship and like people like it's logo recognition, it's brand recognition, which ties back into the social media stuff. People will talk and people will be like, reach out to you and say, Hey, like if I can help you like get with this person or, you know, build this relationship with this client, whatever it may be. So that was definitely like a big thing. Powderly get done for me, but it all ties back into that networking stuff for sure. Yeah, dude. You just, you just never know like hundred percent. You just never know where it's going to go. That's the thing. And it could be something where you try it and maybe it didn't go as well, but then like maybe down the road, like something circles back around, like you just never know. And so it's important to, you know, if you have a brand of business and you're, you're trying to grow in that way, it's, it's huge. It's like, it's like, why not? It's like, we have these, if you use it properly, we have social media to impact yourself and what you're trying to do and develop in a positive way. And it's getting yourself out there. You know, when there's events, there's stuff going on all the time in Utah and all over that you could go to. And it's just a positive way to, to get yourself out there and network and talk to people like we've been discussing. Did you do any networking at all during All-Star Weekend last year? Oh, yeah, I did. Like, oh, really? Yeah, so during All-Star Weekend, um, shout out to my boy Vinny. He's a videographer. He's the one that was there at uh, oh, oh, Outer yeah, League yeah, Filming yeah. for okay. Sky. Yeah. So, yeah, we got hired um, to come and film. There were so many events going on, man, like yeah. so many after parties. You know, yeah. they had the All-Star Keegan, game. Keegan told me about some of those. So the place Keegan yeah. and I met up for our meeting with DJ Tail was at Public Coffee, yeah. which was where uh, Mac McClung was. Because I think Puma had the event after yeah. he won the dunk contest. The dunk contest. So they so, all met him there. Yeah, there was a lot going on. And so – and it was sick. Like, it was something that Salt Lake needed, and it was really cool. And so we filmed – back-to-back Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Gateway. There oh, was a really? bunch of, like, it was basically, like, throwbacks. So it was this huge venue. We had a bunch of people, like, Ying Yang performing, Bone Thugs and Harmony, like, all these, like, old-school rappers. And that was kind of, like, the goal with the, the event space was, like, all these throwback yeah. artists. Yeah. Huge venue. Super sick. And so, yeah, dude, that's the cool thing about stuff like that is, like, yeah, I'm filming, I'm working and whatnot. And uh-huh. you know this as a creator, like, but it's important to – just network you know you're not like the whole time recording everything it's a way of just even when you're going up and you're trying to get certain clips and scenes maybe of people it's like maybe you network at the beginning for a minute for a minute and then you're like hey can i snag a you know a dope photo or a dope clip of you real fast yeah and then just discussions happen man so yeah for sure like all-star weekend that was huge and Mm -hmm. was able to pick up some people Mm. so we i mean we've talked off camera you're starting to work on potentially doing a piece for Colin Sexton and then John Sand too. Did you talk to John at all before um, the championship game or anything like that, or did you meet him there? Yeah, so I've, I've like, heard about John Stan, shout John Stan, um, through just other buddies that know him or yeah. friends with him. Yeah. And then I was filming <clears> for <throat> Polo G at the Gateway, and I, like, Oh, is that the him. one at the – uh, a couple months ago yeah, that, co- ta- that tail was djing for yeah that, yeah, 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 yeah it was sick there's it was huge like the gate was such a dope spot they need to do more stuff like that during the summertime definitely it's just a good way to get people out right. but yeah he was there and he he had some hats and stuff and so i just like and again it goes back to just getting out there and like i could have like saw him and be like yeah cool yeah that's john stan you know but i went up and i was like hey dude what's up like i'm friends with so-and-so seen your work it's dope and then it was sick because he had, like, some extra hats, and he just, like, handed me. Like, <laughs> He's like, if anybody knows John Stan, like, and his brand, like, it's it's sick as hell. Like, so I, 
I got a I got a dope hat for him, so I appreciate that, bro. And then after that, like, I filmed an after party for Polo G, and we just started connecting. We, we were talking at the club, and, like, it was loud as hell. We're, like, yelling and just trying to, like, network. But I got his number, and then it just developed over time. And I was like – and I, I pitched him. I was like, hey, dude, like, I got this dope, like, creative concept for this canvas piece. And we discussed, and then we just been, you know, friends since, and we just network and talk. And when we see each other, we say what up. And so – it just goes back to that, like, just freaking network, man. Like, you don't know what will happen. It may happen right away. It may happen down the road. Someone may, like, discuss about who you are and then hook you up or whatever. You just never know, man. So it's just – it's key to have that. And for those of you briefly who don't know, John Stan's a streetwear artist, designer, Brooklyn, New York, and Utah. Um, yeah. Does a lot of pieces, like, for Utah. Was a big part of All-Star Weekend. Um Rajon Tucker's worn his stuff. I think Giannis is worn his stuff. Just did so, some cool stuff for Usher. Yeah, so he's a he's a big name on a even bigger come up. So make sure to pay attention to his stuff. But uh, just keeping it moving. Then let's move to Colin Sexton. Obviously, he definitely saw your piece at the yeah at the showcase. Did he start talking to you then or you met him before at like an all-star weekend or some no, sort so of event before that? That was the first time I've gotten texts from certain people that have like, like shared it to like his manager. And, whatnot. Oh, really? and, and so there's kind of been a little talk here and there about stuff. And then, uh, I, again, it was one of those things that I saw him with John Stan. And I, so I did the presentation for Scotty and then yeah. my, you know, like it's like those events. Like I always try to, do as much as I can afterwards right. and before, you know, try to say hi to everybody, talk to people. And so I saw him and I went to John. I was like, hey, dude, can you introduce me? And uh, so we just ended up talking. We don't have anything confirmed yet, but there's been more discussion through text uh-huh. and, you know, talking to him in person. Obviously, at Power League, you had all these kids that wanted to take photos and, right. and talk to him. Yeah. So I just kind of let them do their thing. But we had a good discussion about it. And so. Hopefully here coming soon, you guys will will see something dope happen. Oh, definitely, for sure. So who is really, like, some of the first people to reach out to you, businesses or, like, individuals about who had found your artwork through Instagram or something else that really, like, pushed your name even farther forward than before? Yeah, so I was was filming a ton. Like, so I've been doing art since I was little. Like, I went to college for it. Where'd you go to school? Just Snow College down there. Oh, really? Yeah, so I had a scholarship for art, went there for a little bit, didn't end up really liking it, so I dropped out, got into, like, basically sales for the next few years in solar and pest, and just, art was kind of the back burner, but then I got home, and I just wanted to push creativity, so I went full-time these last few years with it, and then I just started kind of creating art here and there, and I'd kind of post it, and so from the people that I've filmed for, and just, that's when my network started kind of growing on social media, they saw it and so a huge person shout out to my guy bryce he's a he's a comedian have you been to wise guys no so wise guys comedy is, is down by the gateway it's a okay. corner building yeah, yeah yeah and so he's he's a big comedian he's traveled all over he's done shows but i met him through some other people and he he actually runs a podcast like he has a show and he's like he hit me up and he's like dude i need i need a piece for the background and i was like all right bet and it was one of those times where I was just kind of doing art for fun. And it wasn't really, like, selling it much, you know. And then he was like, dude, I want something massive, bro. <laughs> so I was like, all right, dude, let's talk. So I ended up doing 
like four and a half feet by like three and a half feet custom painting for the background of his podcast. So we talked the idea, the concept came up with like this dope, like kind of lost in space theme with this astronaut and like crazy, like colors in the background and design. And so from that, it, it just, it ended up pushing my art cause he's got a good name on social media and a lot of people know him. And it's one of those things respecting the game, right? So if somebody knows you, especially in, in Utah, and you know you're talented in what you do, then you know you're going to get referred by somebody else, and it's just like this ripple effect that will happen. And so he was one of them. And then uh, shout out the muscle Keaton, his wife hit me up too about doing a custom painting during Christmas time. And so these bigger names throughout Utah, I did a few of them, and then it just has slowly like developed over time, man. So. And again, that comes back to just like the network and we just discussed it. And I was like, oh shit, like I haven't really like pushed my art or really put a price on it. I just kind of was doing it. And then once I did this piece, I just saw like the power of like, oh shit, like people like my stuff. So now I'm going to just start continuing to to grow it, you know? How long have you, have you been doing art full time or have you still been doing it part time? Yeah, so it's definitely, it's both. So I'm filming a lot still and, and then art's definitely still. It's, yeah, kind of part time, but it's full time at the but same you're, time. But you're, but you're all in on creative, so yeah, hundred percent. So I did sales, and then after, you know, four different summers and door to door, I just, and you know, this dude, like you're a creator, and yeah, it's it's not easy, and it's one of those things that's just going to continue to take time, and you, it's not an overnight success as most people, you know, think or look at certain things, and the people that do understand it, it's years of commitment and time and effort to get. To, to get where you want to be right and so for me i'm just continuing to push it and grow it as much as i can man yeah i mean the overnight stuff is no joke i mean the locker room we talk about with athletes and you know their process of becoming a college or professional athlete but i mean i've had the opportunity to work with people shout out paul and julie from contra um small coffee shop owners started almost a decade ago driving around in a van going like spot to spot just like pushing their name eventually got a brick and mortar then covid came and it was like managed to survive covid now they're really developing themselves for a name they're having they're hosting smaller events but they're starting to really build their name but like being at a school that's just down the street like a lot of people at chapman and more and more people get have gotten put onto it so they've started doing events with the school like they'll do like uh chapman radio uh just like the school like radio station they'll do like an open mic night for you know students who are in like the performing arts and like want to do like comedy or like talk about whatever so then they like they have really like pushed their stuff and worked hard and that's like another thing that's not an overnight success so then leader taylor who filmed our promotional video for contra we did like a little locker room contra video we did a live episode and a couple other things and then they gave us like the basement to build a studio so like when we're back in orange that's what we use but anyway so leader was like in chapman for those listening who don't know is the fourth best film school in the country. Uh, the Duffer brothers who made stranger things both went there and he was telling me like how competitive it is to get into a school like that. Not just like an academic standpoint, but he's like to get in there, like, especially as like someone who's, you know, doing film production and all that, like being behind the camera is like 
your portfolio has to be absolutely ridiculous. Like you can't just like screw around and make some videos and like put your name out there. Like you have to make like legitimate projects. So he's done like real estate videography. Um, he's filmed some incredible short films, has done work with me, but that stuff is all just like not the, none of it's an overnight success. So like, I mean, coming from you and like doing your art, it's like, a lot of that creative stuff is all the same thing. It's all about the networking and like the power of social media. Like the video with Scotty is like gone crazy. I don't remember how many views it was at, but you posted about it the other day. Well, yeah, it was, well, just yeah, and it, not to say anything with numbers, but like it's it's huge. It can go a long way. So I, I always film my stuff too in the studio. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like my simple time lapse, and I've been growing and because I've been growing like my art page and more of that stuff in the last like year and a half. And it's and people, really started to yeah. grow. And people really love that behind the scenes stuff too. Yeah. People love it. And so that got like 40,000 views. And so, and then I've got tons of people from just cause Scotty plays in Toronto, just like ton of DMS through Toronto, like other players, other people hit me up like, yo, let's talk ideas. Let's talk customs, you know, fly out and do some wall, like all this crazy stuff, dude. So it's cool because again, it just goes back to what we talked about. you like, you put yourself out there, doesn't matter what people think and say about you whether they think it's top-notch creatives or whatever they it's, it doesn't matter it comes back to you and how you feel and what you want to do and create and make happen and eventually people will see that and you'll land deals and you'll become successful man things uh, will happen yeah what was it like definitely taking that kind of leap of faith going from like a sales kind of door-to-door thing to going all to literally like putting all your effort into like your creatives whether it was just like the videography at the time which is now has been split between that and your artwork what was that what was taking that leap of faith like yeah dude it was crazy because like I was so used to this consistent like going every summer and I just I got good at it I was good in sales and you know you just develop a habit routine with it and I don't get me wrong I was still kind of doing creatives here and there when I could and like during the off season of sales but yeah, dude, I just, after my fourth summer, I was like, I got, I got in kind of this like depressed stage and I was just like, dude, I need to do something else, man. I'm a creator. Like I love designing. I love making things happen. But at the same time, utilizing those skills and sales and business. And yeah, dude, it's scary. I just remember like right when the summer was coming to an end, I, I just was kind of like that personal discussion with yourself of like, what am I going to do? Like, do I want to come back next summer? Like. And I just realized, okay, no, I want to, I want to go full in with videography and just be a creator, man. And there's multiple nights I was like, you know, it's that discussion in your head. You're like, oh, I don't know, man, because you're so used to this for yeah. so long that you're just like, oh man, could completely Definitely stop like that. The stability of stability income of income too. That's a huge thing. And I was just, I committed, bro. So as soon as I left, I, I got my camera. And I just started creating, dude. There's probably like six months of just like hitting up people, CEOs, businesses, free work left and right of just like portfolio stuff, just trying to grow. Yeah. And all means am I like some insane videographer and creator, but it was like anything else. You just put in the work and the time, like things will start to happen. And then about six months later, I went up to like a poker night, um, ran in, met my boy, Roger, shout out to him, content CEO. He's out of uh, LA. He's just big content creator out there. He works with anybody and everybody you can think of. 
and it's just that network and he just he ended up hooking me up with you know ceo and a business to where i was actually starting to get paid and like for my creativity and then just things developed and happened but it was you just never know until you try it because it could be something you do and you try it for a while and then maybe it doesn't go as well as you thought and it's like okay cool on to the next one but if you have an idea and a vision for something you just need to go out and do it man because like nobody wants to regret something later on like I don't want to be that person I want to be able to be like okay maybe I sucked at those 10 things but there was that one banger that hit or like I mean I put my maximum effort into everything and it just didn't work out that way right and like you can't like regret anything about that because there's nothing like you could have done more with it but yeah definitely I mean I mean, the financial stability stuff, at least in my eyes, would be the most worrying thing, probably. I mean, assuming yeah. for you, that's probably up there. But Well, yeah, because, d- like, in, in sales, like, if you go out and work, like, it, and get, don't get me wrong, sales is great, like, yeah. door-to-door and all that. And you can make some really good, strength, like, like stable income from it. But for me, it was like, no, I want to I make a name for myself and my brand and my business. And that's just what I love, man. Like, and it it wasn't easy at the beginning. Is it, is it easy now? No, it's still hard as hell, but you have to continue to put that, that work and effort. It's just like, you know, you're in the gym, you're trying to get that six pack or you're trying to run that new mile at a certain time. Like you have to put in the time and the effort. And it's just, if anything like discipline, man, like it's being consistent, but being disciplined on those days, like it just sucks or it's hard or you're like, oh, maybe I could just go back to this job and get something where it's more stable, like you're saying with the financials. But it's like, no, it's, yeah, being smart with yourself. But at the same time, it's just like being disciplined and consistent. Things will just the work mm-hmm. out for the better for you over time. Oh, definitely. I mean, a big thing, too, is like telling yourself, like, it's not going to matter, like, what people say as long as, like, you have enough belief in yourself that you can do X. Like, one of the biggest things, like, people can say, at least in my eyes, people can say, like, oh, like, I don't care what other people think. Like, you, every, everyone cares a little bit. Yeah. Or, like, just enough. So, like, when I started doing this podcast, I was, like, I was, like, my worry was, like, oh, man, like, I'm a college student. Like, you know, like, it's, like, I'm still pretty young. I'm only 19. And it's, like, oh, like, I'm a little worried, you know, people are going to look at me, like, differently or people so surprisingly I, I mean i just said you know it's screw like whatever people say it like fine like it's gonna it's gonna sting a little bit and like not everyone has like super thick skin um i was like you know i'm gonna have fun with it and people were like so we released our first episode with my roommate who's on the football and lacrosse team was first uh comp was first like team all freshman for his conference right, yeah. started on like what was like a top 10 team in the country for um mcla lacrosse which is not division three but it's like high level club which is like anyways and people like i didn't even know were coming up to me like dude like i checked it out like wow like you're actually good at this like <laughs> sick. to yeah. be honest like i didn't i didn't they're like, oh, I didn't expect anything. Like, I thought it was just going to be you trying to be something you're not. I was like, no, like, this is what it's about. And they're like, yeah, like, I'm not big in the sports, but, like, I'll keep listening. Like, I like the storytelling and all this. So it's definitely, like, the leap of faith in the middle of, like, a, you know, stacked college semester, you know, hanging out with friends, 
schoolwork, obviously number one and like all that stuff I was training for a half marathon at the time, all this. So it was like, I was like, we were just grinding, grinding, grinding. People were actually like very positive about it. So definitely like meeting people, especially in a school that has a ton of like people who are creatives, mostly like videographers and like very high level like photographers like one of my buddies uh shout out av he was telling me a story we were playing basketball together and he was like he's gonna be a senior at chapman he was coming out of his sophomore year he had a job offer to be a photographer or a graphic designer for the la clippers oh nice and like abc news and they're like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, actually, we can't hire you because you're not graduated from college. Or like, all your stuff fits, but you just haven't graduated yet. And he was like, wow. But having, like, the people who believe in you and the big opportunities definitely just push you through, especially the tough days where it's like, dude, like, I don't want to do this. Like, I'll wake up in the morning like, damn, like, I don't want to, you know, film this video or I don't want to, you know, edit this episode right now or, you know, make this thumbnail design. So it's all like. The positive feedback pushes you through all that. And that's just like a life skill too, is being able to, you know, take positive criticism or, you know, positive feedback and take that to, you know, push you through whatever you want to do. So that was, I mean, that was probably what you were doing too. Like, especially like a powder league, like it seemed like every time I looked over, someone new was up there talking to you, asking you about your art and, you know, what you do. So. Yeah, dude, I I think it's just, it's important to just, continue developing and, and taking that positive or negative feedback right and just because it's one of those things it's like once you kind of start seeing results you're like like your podcast it's like okay like people actually enjoy it man they like yeah. it and so it's and again you're not necessarily doing it for other people because it's something that you want to do but that's when you know like okay things are working out and it and you're creating like this positivity for individuals and my big thing too is like i want other people to see like you can take and do whatever you want, right? Uh-huh. With your with your creatives or your business, or if you have ideas, like taking that leap of like, I can make it happen, you know? And I've just seen that so many times with other creators like yourself and me. And, and that's the biggest thing is I want those people to see like they can create their own story, their own vision for themselves and make something actually come out of it, you know? Mm. So what was it like just doing like the portfolio builders where you're just doing, you know, free work and it's, I mean, I was, I'm doing it for videography right now. It's just like all that portfolio building, just elaborate on that. And, you know, for people who don't know how hard it is to do some of that. And yeah, dude, well, I think it's like anything else where you're trying to get a, a name for yourself and get out there. Like you have to, you have to show people what's up, like. You know, you're coming in no name, nothing like you have to develop that. And so when I first started getting into the creative space, like I dude, I was I, pr- I probably bugged the shit out of people. Like I was hitting up local businesses, CEOs, like constantly like following up. Hey, do you guys need some type of creative? Like I'm just trying to grow and build a portfolio, you know, and I was just constantly hitting up people and they trusted me enough to come in and do something. And it's, it's, it's like anything else. You look back at like your old work and you're just like, Oh damn, like, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> and then you look at it now and you're like, okay, yeah, it's developed, which is good. Um, but I think it's just important, man. Like that just shows like eventually like where your value will lead to. Right. And it starts with anywhere, right. You're trying to lose weight in the gym. You're trying to 
develop a new skill set. You just have to put in the effort to get there. And just like with content, to put yourself out there and to to eventually start charging prices and grow, like you have to show them, right? It's like tryouts in sports. You can't yeah. just come in and expect like, you know, like, and they don't know you and just be like, oh, yep, you're starting. Like, no, it's not how it works. You have to go in and put that after. You have to represent yourself and show them like, no, like, I'm a badass. Like, this is what I can do. And then they see that, right? And it's the same thing with building your portfolio as a creator. Like, you have to put your stuff out there. You have to develop and grow. And, again, you can't care what other people think. That's between you and yourself. And you just start pushing that and making things happen and grow that. Like, eventually, eventually yeah, something's going to hit, man. Right. No, definitely. I mean, even still, like, I picked up the camera – beginning of june and like i feel like even like the stuff i first made was like nothing like very special like very basic transitions very basic like color grading but even through like the very few months i've done this i feel like i've made i've taken strides to like become better like i've done research you know youtube university for (laughs) premiere pro and lightroom has been a huge been a huge one i mean you know this like yeah but I mean, it's definitely just, like, building your name and, like, hitting people up like I did for Powder League to, like, build my podcast name. Or, like, you were doing for, like, your seat to, you know, reach out to local businesses, CEOs, and, like, all that stuff. So, like, then who was really the first person that gave you a big opportunity? Was it, uh, what's his name? Who was the Canadian? Yeah, so, so child my boy Roger in L.A. So, he's yeah. a, he's been a content creator, videographer for a while now. Um, and he's, he does stuff for all the models, all the big hip hop uh-huh. artists, all the big CEOs, like big events that you see, yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's part of that. He was, so I, I went and filmed this poker night and one of the CEOs I hit up, like he was like, Hey, come back for this poker night. And I wasn't getting paid or nothing. So I just, there's all these CEOs in Utah and all these other, there's a few other creators there. And he was one of them because he flew out from LA with the CEO that he was filming for. And, uh, I, I was just kind of watching him too, because I could, you can, I could tell like, okay, he's been in the game for a while, you know, he's over there shooting. And then it was wild to me because like in the middle of the poker night, he's already on his computer and he's like editing. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I would like mind blown. He's already sitting there. And then that night, dude, he drops like this banger recap video from the poker night. And I'm like barely like uploading my clips yeah, trying to like, find a song <laughs> trying to like you're like figure, cutting it up like <laughs> oh like man what was the like you're like looking you're like what sitting was there for shot? 30 to min- 30 minutes an hour trying to just find a damn song to make it flow and he's already dropping like this banger recap and so that night when i was kind of networking i talked to everybody and then right as i was about to leave he had his headphones in he was editing and i was like i had this thought i was like I was like, man, I need to talk to him. But then at the same time, I was like, nah, like he's doing his thing. I don't want to like interfere with that too. And I'm glad I did because I ended up talking to him. We exchanged numbers. And then that next day, he, he put me on with a CEO. And that next year, I ended up working for him in the content space oh, here really? in Utah. And uh, it was dope because it was one of those things like you never know, dude. Like if you have a thought and an idea, like go approach that person or create something you just never know where it would go. And if I never talked to him, dude, like I don't think I would be as far as I am right now with what I'm doing. And again, I'm nowhere perfect, but I'm developing and getting better and better every day. Right. 
but because of that one time and that was after months of me just creating free work and trying to grow and then I just kept showing up like yeah, that's your biggest thing is just show up man showing up is half the battle that's half the battle dude and and then just get yourself out there and you just you never know what will happen and so from that one that one connection and us talking it just it ended up taking off into something more exactly. so i mean with that being said kind of moving down to the last little bit here what is next for you coming end of 2023 and into 2024 what's next for one there's some big like creative custom artwork that's coming that's gonna be pretty yes, dope sir. so though big names big big projects coming up so look for that um yeah developing some cool creative content as well but it's probably the biggest thing and you know there might be some new art show dates coming up here before the end of the year so look for that um some yeah dude just some big names and connections and and you'll you'll see man it's, it's yeah. gonna be fun bro and then no. just going into next year just dude, I, 10 I'm times so, harder <laughs> i'm so excited to see um that being said this concludes our episode rob thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this uh for anyone interested rob's website will be in the in the description of this episode as well as his instagram handle for his main account and his art account so be sure to hit him up for that he is trying to get rid of the rest of his prints uh, not which, rid of not, fi- finding uh, find, the finding the right homes for finding you know? the right homes. I got some prints still from my first OG show that was in July, and I got some cool custom paintings. So if anyone's interested, so yeah, make sure to tap in with him on that. Uh, with that being said, Rob, sign us off. What's up, guys? I'm I'm Robbie, aka Big Rob, and this is the locker room where sports unite us and stories inspire us. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>